You're listening to Your Bright Future with Mrs. J and Mr. LD, a Loveridge counseling podcast connecting home and school and helping to create a bright future for your students. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number four. Today, we're going to be talking about um, the first C of resiliency and the decisions we make concerning our friends. These are lessons we'll be doing with our students in in October, and we're super excited for that. But we'll kind of get started talking about the first C of resiliency and what parents can use and, and from that. And I'll kind of address that, and Tanya will jump in with her yep. expertise and thoughts, and um, because I'll be do, the one doing that lesson with the sixth graders. Um, the first C is competence, and that is the ability to know how to handle situations. Um, and it's so easy, I think, to kind of confuse the first two C's, right? There's mm-hmm. competence and confidence, and, the, and there's definitely a lot of overlap between the two, but I, I think it's important to kind of address what the difference is. Competence, I kind of think, is things from your experience, right? right. Things you, you're you competent at, you're good at, you know from your personal experience. It's not necessarily that you believe you're good at this. Mm-hmm. You know because you've done it. Um, it's not this vague thing in your head. Um, I mean, look at us as podcasters, right? Would you say we're competent podcasters yet, Tanya? How oh, are we're you getting feeling? There. We're yeah, getting, yeah, I feel yeah. like we're getting there. We, we've had that experience and we know what we're doing to I'm, some extent. For sure. I compare, here we are in episode four compared to episode one. Oh, yeah. I feel growing. much more competent, which, which leads to my confidence. Again, those are kind of interconnected. Um, but as parents, you have a critical role as a family, as a, as a guide for your kids with competence in their life. Um, I love the idea, the analogy of thinking of competence as a tree. You know, you plant a tree from a sapling or even from seeds, you'll watch them grow up. There's tough winds and storms and droughts that come by, but they need that nurturing. They need that water mm-hmm. for their roots to grow deep. Um, and as their roots grow, as they grow stronger, their roots, their roots grow deeper. They become more secure and that competence, and as, as parents, you can help be a support for them. Sometimes with little saplings, you'll see the little stake next to them to kind yes. of help them grow, and that that's that's you guys. A- any other thoughts with that, the tree well, or just, just parenting I'm, analogy? Well, not only can they support their students, but they can plant some of those seeds because they're going to give their kids those different experiences. And it doesn't have to be, you know, paying for piano lessons. It doesn't have to be anything expensive or, or outside Mm -hmm. of the home. It can actually just be like teaching your child how to cook an egg or, you know, how to do the laundry or how to do, you know, just giving them those experiences so that they can say to themselves, I know how to do that. I know how to do this. And then, like you said before, that's tied to confidence because then confidence helps them to risk. So mm-hmm. confidence is really the basis of it all. It's the foundation, right? Because yeah. you you have to know that you're capable of doing things mm-hmm. in order to grow. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think as a parent working with your students, your children, you help them learn from their mistakes. That's, mm. that's what resiliency is all about, right? Absolutely. As humans... We all make mistakes. We all fail all the time, daily. As parents, we do. Yeah. But we learn from that, and that's one thing that you could model to your to your sons or daughters, or and explicitly teach. Right. You know, when the, when they fall down, figuratively or literally, you help them up, and you say, you know, 
you get you could do this. You've done it before. Yes. And and you help celebrate that. And and even more important, and this can um, be difficult for some of us, but you really celebrate and savor when they are successful in things. Mm-hmm. You know, really explicitly point out. You know, look at this. You struggled in math last year and look at what you're doing now Mm -hmm. and being very specific with that, you know, because that's competency, right? Building that competency in specific things and and helping kids with that. And of course, uh, none of us are going to be competent in everything. I mean, there's not enough time in the world to go around for that. No, but we can have a growth mindset and we can, we can realize that maybe we're not good at this yet, but because we've done something similar before, we know we can grow. We know we can do something new and we can try to forgive ourselves for mistakes. And then we end up getting that confidence over time. Yeah. And I, and I love one, one thing that, as a skill we are often trying to teach our students is when they're confused on a subject or behind talking to teachers, mm-hmm. getting out of their comfort zone yes. and, and talking to a teacher. That's something that's a competency, a skill that students can learn. And maybe there's a teacher they feel is more accessible to them. So they have done that before. And then part of what we do as counselors and see is help them see and realize you've done this, you're yes. competent and at it. Now you could do this with this other teacher who maybe you don't feel as naturally inclined to go talk to, but you yeah. have done it before. And and just realizing that and kind of, like I said, savoring and, and acknowledging that success because we so naturally, our brains love to kind of savor and hold on to our failures and, and where we fall short. That's true. But, but teaching our kids and ourselves to really savor those competencies, savor those successes, however small they are. Um, and, and I love within a family that we all, it's kind of like a giant puzzle where we work together with mm-hmm. our competencies, right? Or uh, work teams. I mean, yes. Miss J and I, I, yeah. I feel like we are a great kind of puzzle bringing our different competencies, strengths together mm-hmm. and, and making a good team and, and acknowledging that in each other and, and, and helping each other grow in that process. Mm-hmm. And as a family, you know, you with your partners or you with your kids, that's a great opportunity to acknowledge that in each other, your strengths and weaknesses, and to help each other grow. And, and like I said, especially focusing on those strengths, those those competencies that you, your partner have, your children have. Yes, I love that. I love that when we have that strength-based approach to anything, but parenting and family life especially, then you help your kids to understand that they they may have weaknesses, sure. They may fail, of course, we all do, but they have strengths and they can always fall back on those strengths. Uh, and then those competencies, that's what leads them to have confidence to take the next risk totally. or to learn something new. And so that's, you know, th- those two go hand in hand for sure, the mm-hmm. competence and confidence. But if you have that approach with your kids uh, at home, we, we try to take that approach with the kids here at school and so I think that's what's going to really get that message through to them, that they ha- they can focus on strengths, they can forgive themselves for weaknesses, mm-hmm. and then they can move forward with that growth mindset. For sure. And, and then again, that builds, you know, their roots that go back to the tree analogy. And then when those tough things of the storms of life come, which they, they have always those will, right? Yeah. And, and trees in a forest, you know, the trees work together to mm-hmm. block those things. And that we want to be a forest for each other. And, that, and we'll talk about more of that down the line with the other C's. But, you know, as a school family, as your family, kind of being that little grove of trees together that helps support each other. I love that idea. Yeah, I love that. 
Okay, so let's move on to um, the, the one of the biggest decisions that your kids are going to make, and that has to do with their friends. So we talked about school last month and, and how they can be a part of the, co- the community here at school and how they can make decisions about what's going to be coming in this decade of decisions that we have mentioned. And one of the most important things that uh, that kids feel is important to them, I should say, is their friends. Like at this at this age level, sixth and seventh grade, developmentally, friends are everything. Yeah. <laughs> friends are king. Friends, friends are queen. Like if their friends aren't doing it, then you will probably not see them doing it because every, all their decision making, all of their, you know, uh, thought processes revolve around what are my friends doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one little girl who came on one of our spirit days and her, all of her friends decided not to dress up. She dressed up. That was devastating to her. She mm-hmm. was pretty uh, hard, upset. And we had to counsel her through that because she was just, you know, I don't want to say heartbroken, <laughs> but pretty close to yeah, heartbroken yeah, yeah, for sure. that that happened to her. And so, you know, friends are everything. Yeah. So what we do um, in this lesson with kids is we teach them the importance of making friends that really are going to support who they are and their values and the things that they find that are important in life. And what I'll say to kids a lot of the time is decide who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Like think of your future self and think of who you want to be and then surround yourself with people who embody those things Mm -hmm. because you, you really do become kind of a combination of all of the uh, people that you surround yourself with. And so when you're talking to kids about friends, um, and kids are kids are insecure at this age, but when we're talking to them about friends, we really want them to feel like they're the choosers, like yeah. they're the ones who get to choose their friends, and everyone gets to choose their own friends. Uh, but sometimes kids don't feel like they have that power. Sometimes they feel like they are just going to be friends with whoever because the threat of not having a friend is more important to them than having a friend, whoever that friend might be. But really it comes down to knowing themselves. And that that's one of the things I think parents can really help with, you know, and it goes right along with competence, I think. Mm-hmm. No question. Because you're going to help your kids to understand like who they are, what their core values are, what are the things that they want out of their life. And then they, in turn, will go and hopefully find those people to be their friends, mm-hmm. right? So um, friendships can be tricky. We know that it can be a rocky road. Mm-hmm. We deal with a lot of things like mean girls, and we deal with you know bullies, and we deal with um, a lot of things that revolve around those friendship issues. And that's all part of the learning process. So I, you know, we don't really. Uh, throw the book at kids when they make those mistakes, Mm -hmm. when they come in and they've been accused of being a bully Mm -hmm. um, or they've been accused of being a mean girl and kind of turning all the other girls against one girl, we will usually work with them, right? We'll, we'll talk to them and we'll teach them that, that, why that's not okay. And, and ask them, is that what you want? Is that what you want? You know, would you, or would you want someone to do that to you? And so by taking that approach, we're kind of trying to draw their vision to the future uh, but also see how their decisions today can impact that future and yeah. what they want. You know, in the book, The Six De- Most Important Decisions You'll Ever Make, he calls these fork-in-the-road decisions, right? So if you imagine a fork in the road, uh, you're going to go down one road and get to one place, or you go down another road and get to a different mm-hmm. place. And so we talk about, like, what are what is the place? Where do you want to end mm-hmm. up? Do you want to be a good 
a friend, a respectful friend, someone who treats other people the way you want to be treated? Or do you want to be someone who maybe loses friends because you can't figure out how to be nice to each other? Some sure. of those things, right? Another key concept we talk about in this lesson is the relationship bank account. So the relationship bank account is a way of thinking of relationships where it's uh, likened to a, a bank account that you would have in your bank with money, you know, you get paid and you put money in your account. Uh, and that is a little bit of a foreign concept to kids these yeah, days. <laughs> I will say that because kids don't really like get that whole concept. But we talk about it in terms of, you know, when you're friends with someone, let's say Mr. LD and I were friends, um, we each have a, a kind of an emotional friendship bank account, right? And if I do something nice for Mr. LD, that puts some currency in his mm -hmm. bank account. And same thing when he does something nice for me, it puts currency in my bank account. And so as long as we're doing those kind, nice, respectful, great things for each other, we're going to be adding to that account. But as soon as one of us makes a mistake, so let's say, you know, I have a donut on my desk and Mr. LD comes in and he eats it, <laughs> right? And I'm like, what the heck? Why did you eat my donut? That's going to take out of the relationship bank account, right? And so, because I, you know, I love donuts. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> so do I. That's so, why I'm yeah, always eating her that's, donuts. That might be it. But so we are, so I'm going to say, you know, that cost me something. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, that withdraws from my bank account. So the goal then being that we always have enough in our bank accounts to cover those mistakes. You know, if we have that, I, I, if I have enough in my bank account, Mr. LD does that, I'm like, you know what? I forgive you. It's mm -hmm. all right. I know that you're a good friend to me, and I you, you've proven it time after time. There's plenty of currency in that account, right? Mm -hmm. What we when we get into trouble is when you're maybe friends with someone who's not adding a lot of value to your account. They're they're, you know, maybe they are being a little bit of a bully, or maybe they're doing some things that aren't very nice, or they're using language that you don't approve of. They kind of somehow, uh, you know differ from your values mm -hmm. and who you want to be. So then you're not getting a lot of currency in your account. And so then when something goes wrong, it's much easier to break that relationship, sure. right? And so we, it's just a way of thinking about relationships and how that uh, whole process kind of works. Because when, when you're 12 and 13 years old, you don't really have the words to describe mm -hmm. all of that. And so that's why I like teaching this is because then they, ha they kind of have this uh, metaphor that they can mm -hmm. use to refer to it. And, and when they come into my office, I can be like, well, you know, how's your relationship bank account? Mm -hmm. You know, do you guys have, do you have current, do you have some value in there? Have mm -hmm. they done enough nice things? Can you repair this relationship? Or is it something that you need to maybe think about finding a friend who will add some value to your, yeah. to your account? So, you know, those are the kinds of things that Unless we, unless you're listening to our podcast, I guess, and and knowing about it, your parent, if your student comes home and says, you know, my relationship bank account, we want you to know what that's <laughs> about, right? So we're glad you're listening, and we're glad that we can kind of teach you about that. Um, let's see. I'm just looking to see if there's anything else we missed. I uh, talking about this friendship stuff. I I think a great idea for a future podcast. I. I've mentioned in another podcast, I have a four-year-old and a 10-month boy, mm -hmm. and one of the biggest stresses, just predicting into the future, thinking about them not being able to make friends, you know? So yes. that's, I think that could be kind of a fun podcast theme going forward. Yeah, yeah, maybe talk about some How ways. can parents help their kids yeah. make friends if yeah, they yeah. struggle? Yeah, yeah, when your kids are young, you can set up play dates and they mm -hmm. kind of play with whoever's around, right? But yeah. this age is tricky because they start to get a little bit more picky about who their friends are and they start to get concerned about 
uh, you know, being friends with the right people. But that, again, it comes right back to knowing who they are. In the book uh, that we reference for our lessons, they talk about um, being a gamma girl. And this is in Mm -hmm. relation to the mean girls, right? So uh, the, if you've watched the movie Mean Girls, yeah. there this that movie was based on a book that was written by, um, I want to say Tina Fey. I think that's right. I don't, no, I don't it's know. not. It's not. But it, I'll think of it. I'll, maybe I'll put it in the podcast notes <laughs> on our blog if I can find it. But it's, it was called uh, Queen Bees, Wannabes, and Gamma Girls. And so the Gamma Girl basically is uh, kind of that middle-of-the-road kid who's not super popular but not you know, an outcast by any means, but they're very confident in themselves and who they are and what they believe in. And they know who they want to be and they know, you know, what their desires are. And so, so they, they really encourage you to be, be that gamma girl, Mm -hmm. be that person that just knows who you are and can feel that competence, confidence, right. In who you are so that you can stand firm where you are and what that does is it attracts other people to you. So we can talk about that more in another podcast. I think that would be a great topic and it would help parents to know like how to encourage your kids to really ground themselves and find where, you know, what is, what is, what is it that they believe in? And that's one of the major uh, points of going through puberty and going through this age is trying to find their identity, right? Who they are and what, and what they need. And so that's why exposing them to all kinds of experiences to build their competency is going to help. That's how talking to them about how you handle things and modeling those things, that's all going to help. Um, but it's all going to lead to them being able to attract the kind of people mm-hmm. that are going to uh, build their life and add value, right? Totally. Okay. And, and that's, I mean, relationships are it, right? When, yeah. When we think of what brings us the most joy. And surveys and our own anecdotal experience, that's that's what it is. It so we is. want your children, our kids here to have those meaningful, you know, joy-bringing relationships in their lives going forward. Yes, it's one of the most important decisions mm-hmm. they'll ever make. It's really true. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. Um, we are super excited to, to tell you that we're you can find us anywhere now. We're on mm-hmm. Apple, we're on Google, we're on Amazon, we're on Spotify. So if you have a favorite podcast app that you listen to, just try to find us there. Subscribe, please. We would love it if you would subscribe. We want to get as many parents listening as possible. And, um, and also share because it's not maybe just, we're hoping this is valuable information for any parent, yeah, not necessarily please. just our students' parents, but... Um, if you can subscribe and share and then if you want to leave us a review feel free you know we have I think you can go to iTunes and leave a review or if you just want to leave us some feedback on our uh, counseling blog on our website counseling.lawbridge.net you are very welcome to do that as well but uh, we are super glad you're here we're glad you're spending the time your valuable time yes a little part of your day listening to us so we appreciate that Um, we will talk next time about social media and screen time. So that's going to be a very important um, one that I hope all parents will listen to because uh, it's something we deal with quite a lot here at in our offices. For sure. Um, there's a huge impact on kids and we've done a lot of research to both of us and we've watched a lot of, you know, uh, talks and read a lot of books and just to try to find, solve this problem. So we're looking forward to sharing some of those insights with you next time. And uh, please let us know if there's anything you want to hear from us because we'll, we'll take, we're taking requests. Yeah, yeah, we're here and available for you and love your kids. All right. Have a good day, you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.